Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person, there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Later. Welcome, everybody. We're going to have some fun. Our last week in, I believe, the Imagination chapter. It's good to see all of you and some new faces. And of course, my man, Romy Rome the professional comedian who is a motivational speaker, all that good stuff, and our very own Dr. Shannon Clark. There she is. Yes, yes, yes. She is working on her doctor's degree, but we recognize her in her future self because we all know that time does not work the way it is, and she is already successful, and she does not need your approval to continue to be successful. And that is Jerome's battle buddy. And I know, did I say everything right, Jerome? Did I, did I say everything? Okay, I said everything right about Shannon. You talk about Shannon, you got to deal with Jerome. I like that. I like that. Good. Imagination. Think and grow rich. Wait, 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 wait. Take over. Before you get started, because you meek and mild and humble, and I know you're not going to say it. So, ladies and gentlemen, our very own Antonio Theodore Smith Jr. in a uh, gold cast video on Facebook and all online. If you have not seen it, you can go to any of our Facebook pages. We have shared it until we can't share it anymore. Then we'll start sharing it again tomorrow. But feel free to go to, I'll see you to his website, facebook.com slash V-A-T-S-J-R. Check out that amazing gold cast video from our very own Antonio. He killed it. Viral. And I just want to say that's my business partner. No, you cannot well, there it is, Tippis. Unmute your mic one more time. Tell them, because everyone doesn't know what Gold Cast is. So regale them with the Gold Castness of things. Gold Cast only features, can I say, leaders? Can I say, change agents of the world? They share their story. The video goes viral, and the people who they feature go further and further. So I'm honored i'm blessed i'm excited that they have chosen antonio t smith jr from galveston texas to feature this week it's amazing it already has forty-two thousand views it's been up for two hours 
and I'm just honored and grateful that he is getting his just due honor. Go ahead, Antonio. I was just gonna ask you one more question. And what status do these leaders and, and change agents, what status must they have? The cream of the crop, the best of the best. That is it. That is it. I sure appreciate you. Thank you very much. Only celebrities get to be there. And I am grateful uh, to be I just want to add it's at fifty thousand point three. Oh Lord. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Bryant. Give me yes. updated information. Thank you. Yes, I just checked. It's at fifty point three K. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot. Good to see Talisha with Pow Wow on her profile picture. There it is. There it is. And if you know Talisha, she actually looks exactly like her profile picture. That's exactly how she looks. Whenever you see Shannon or Talisha, you will see them and looking exactly like their profile pictures. So shout out to people who look exactly like their profile pictures. If you've ever been catfish, you understand the struggle. You understand. Imagination. Last week on Imagination. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I was. I apologize for being late. I kept replaying your GoCast video. <laughs> well, thank okay, you very I'm, much. I'm, Go, I'm here now. To get on GoCast is equally as hard as to get on TED Talks. In fact, you can't even apply for GoCast or things like that. It's just one of those things that, that happens. So I am grateful to even have such a a marketable story. As a matter of fact, let, let me say this here inside of imagination. It was imagination that got me out my trash can. Let me, let me tell all of you this very poignantly for you to understand that you can do nothing without your imagination. And if I did not imagine myself out that trash can, I could not be presently in my situation. We'll talk about that more. Okay, so let me give you some quick notes on <clears throat> Think and Grow Rich uh, principle number five, which is the imagination chapters. Get ready to write this down. If you know my teaching style, we go really wide and philosophical. Oh, my camera off? There we go. We go really wide and philosophical, and then we go narrow with some teaching. This is the narrow day in which we're going to go straight from the text. So if you have the text, if you can Google the text, or just pay attention, and we will be able to jump inside of it but let's go through the notes that you should have word for word on imagination chapter also one last preamble i should say i've read this book since 2008 i'm over a thousand times reading this book i don't really know how many times but please know that i'm, I'm not using any help agents i am just giving to you my personal notes and ideas from this book number one Imagination is the workshop by which is write it down. Okay, I'm gonna go through some notes. I want to tell you the essentials you should have about this chapter. The essentials you should have about this chapter. Okay. Essentials you should have. Now I have my ambassadors. I have the ambassadors text you you all every single time before a class starts but do not depend on my ambassadors. My ambassadors are here to help you be rich. They are not here to force you to be rich. There is a difference. There is a difference, okay? So be here without them having to text you. 
Imagination is a workshop by which riches are created. Someone explain that to me in your best words. Be not boring. Someone unmute your mic and explain that to me. Imagination is a workshop by which riches are created. Anybody? Basically, your thoughts become things. If you think about it in your head, if you see it going on, when, you, when you're at a workshop, you're learning, you're interacting with people. So if you interact with you and your imagination, you and your thoughts, and they are thoughts of riches, then riches will be created. Great. Outstanding example and definition. And let me ask everyone this here. Do masterpieces get invented on the showroom or in the workshop? Who among you? The workshop. The workshop. All right. So let's think about this. This says, imagination is the workshop by which riches are created. Take what Tempest said. Take what I said about a masterpiece being created in the workshop, not the showroom. Now give me a definition. Allow your workshop to be the place where you create your goals, your dreams, your visions, where you're trying to succeed and get yourself to. You have to create it in the workshop. Basketball players don't win on the court. They win in practice. Okay, the last statement, you're getting very close to the answer I'm looking for. I'm really looking for one word. I want someone to say one word. Work. Okay, work is, work is there. Imagination is a workshop by which riches are created. What does this say about imagination? And what does it say about riches? The practice field. Okay, practice feels good. All this is good. Nobody's wrong. I'm creation, looking for, creation. Okay, creation is good. I'm looking action. for one. Action is good. I'm looking for one word that you all are sleeping on. It is a definite word. Let's read the definition and just read this part again. Imagination is the workshop by which riches are created. Did we agree that you cannot build a masterpiece in the showroom? You must build it in the workshop. So where does that put the workshop in importance? In your mind. Visualization. Okay. Go ahead, Chantel. I want to say power. Okay, power. We're getting closer. Power is, a, power is the closest word so far. What is this saying? Let, let, let me pause right here. Yeah, definitely energy, but let me pause right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not, this not everybody, this not everybody, this isn't everybody, but if you think you know everything, you don't know everything. That's why you're at your dollar amount, because you only know your dollar amount. Okay? This is knock you down a pig so we can have an open dialogue. It's not everybody. Imagination is a workshop by which riches are created. I'm just looking for one word. How can, what's essential here? Who, who understands part of speech? Where is the noun of this sentence? Imagination. Okay, good job. Imagination is the noun, okay? Good, good. Where is the verb of this sentence? It's a bit tricky. Workshop. Okay. 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 Created. 
Okay. Create. The verb is actually created. Okay. By people. Oh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get to people, because people is not actually here, but people can get there. But Brian was absolutely correct. The noun, person, place, or thing. The noun of this sentence is imagination. Why are nouns important? It's the thing we're talking about, correct? And so the noun is the subject of this sentence. Is everybody? Foundation. This means this sentence. Okay, foundation, good. Foundation's getting much closer. Foundation is the closest so far. I need, I need you all to get something real quick. Well, that this sentence only exists because of the word imagination, according to this sentence, like it's structured. The, su the subject is imagination. That means anything else in this sentence is just modifying the subject, okay? Verb is created. What is a verb? Somebody tell me what a verb is in layman's terms. Action word. Action, Action word, good, good. He went all the way to public school education. Good, <laughs> good. Action word, that's absolutely correct. So the noun and the action word are what we should be paying attention to. Without the noun, the action word cannot exist, correct? And without the action word, the noun would have no function. Is this fair? Mm, yes. So, someone tell yes. me the part of this sentence. Repeat that. Tell you the word someone, of the sentence. Someone tell me the heart of this sentence, the real power of the sentence. My imagination created. Okay, good. Imagination is created. That is absolutely correct. And then now, so what is workshop? Hmm. I would say the heart of the sentence is created in the workshop. Okay. You're, you're even more close now than foundation. The heart of the sentence is created in the workshop. So he's the closest so far. What Where is the workshop? The workshop is your imagination. Ah! Jerome got it. <laughs> the workshop is the imagination. And I said to you, do you get a masterpiece in the showroom or the workshop? And everyone you the said the workshop. Makes sense. Now Makes put sense. it to this sentence now. Do you get riches in the showroom or the workshop? The workshop, the workshop. your imagination. Someone describe to me an active workshop. Your mind, your imagination. A vision, a vision. Oh, who's that? What does number start off with? I got to unmute. Okay, got him. So Joshua, I'm going to, oh, I can't do it. Tim has to do it. The 346 area code tip is unmuted, but Joshua, mute your phone on your end so we don't hear you on the toilet and stuff, right? The 346 number, he was trying to say something, but was not able to be heard. Okay. Joshua, you want to say something? Go ahead. You want to mute it now? Yes, sir. How you doing today? All right. Yeah, I was, um, can, you, can you ask that question again, sir? Yeah, what was the heart of this sentence? In this case, Jerome figured it out that the workshop was the heart of this sentence, but the imagination is inside the workshop, which literally the sentence says, but 
my strong question is, why is this important now? Because your thoughts rule the world. Your thoughts rule the world. That's the first thing Tempest says. She just said it in a different way. Thoughts become things. You're absolutely correct. You're, everybody's right. on fire. But have you ever read a sacred text or a book you always read? And you just ran over the meeting because it was you read it all the time, and now it, it doesn't have power because you do it all the time. Anybody ever done that? You ever heard a song that... Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, you know, like, you, know, you went to church and heard of, the, the Lord is my shepherd is what Grace just said. It doesn't really matter to you. It's just something that sounds really cool until you actually need a shepherd to guide you out of the situation. I wish I had somebody. Come on, man. Come I, on, I man. And, and, and Amazing grace. Come on, sir. Until you're actually in the valley of darkness and when you actually yeah. need a shepherd to guide you when you guide yourself right there. We're doing that right now. Okay? We're doing that right now. Okay? We're doing that right now. I need everyone to understand that we are doing that right now. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, give me a moment. I, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, I guess in another way, you which, where you're saying it, the way you're saying this is, uh, like the quote says, the first book was the brain. Because within somebody's mind, they already created a book. They just needed to manifest it. Good. I have no issue with that whatsoever. No issue with that, whatever. Three, uh, last four, 9176. You can go ahead. Four, nine number. Is that, is that Michelle? That's Michelle. That's Michelle. That is Michelle. Okay, go ahead, Brian. Quick question. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Are you exegeting or parsing? Right now I'm parsing, and that's a okay. great question. That was a fantastic question. Exegesis is when you take out of the text. But y'all wasn't understanding, you're still not understanding the text. Jerome got real close. You're still not understanding what's going on here, so I had to parse it. Parsing means before I move the translation, I'm going to identify each function of each word. I need to find a direct object, an indirect object. Let me give you an example. Grace hit Antonio. Grace is the noun, hit is the verb, Antonio is the direct object because I directly receive the action of the verb. Grace is the subject of the sentence. 
Grace hit Antonio into the fence. Now, into becomes a prepositional word, which now becomes a prepositional phrase. Into the fence is a prepositional phrase, but that prepositional phrase behaves like an indirect object. This, this is parsing. Parsing is grace is the noun, hit is the verb, Antonio receives the action directly, but the fence still gets hurt because it indirectly receives the action because I fell into it. Okay, English is very hard. Okay, it really is. But not just English, language is very hard. So that's when you're asking a parsing question. Now let's continue to parse this sentence because I have more to give you, but until y'all catch this, uh, Jerome, Jerome was the closest. Jerome, what was the last thing you said so they can know that you're the closest? I got you next, Carol. I said that the, the, our imagination is created in our brain because that's, that's, that's what we do in the workshop. Okay. So, in the workshop. That's well, let me tell you, let me, then tell, let me tell you why, why I said it that way. Because when I was, it's earlier this week when I was reading that book, you know, I said to myself, this is what I'm not doing. So I said to myself, I says, Jerome, you need to say by June of next year, you're going to be making six figures. By June of the following year, you're going to be making 300,000. And by the June of the following year, you're going to be making seven figures. And you got to repeat that. And then you got to put into action those things are going to bring that to pass. But I haven't been doing that because, like you said before, I look at my bank account and then they ain't been in your workshop. <laughs> your bank account became your workshop. The status of his bank account became his workshop. Thank you. He foregoed his imagination and went to his realism. Oh, y'all finna make me put my foot on this class. Cause y'all, all y'all are there. I wish I could just, just jump in to the Wi-Fi waves and just shake all of you and say, wake up, I'm talking to you. Okay, imagination, who is it? Is it Einstein? Einstein says that the imagination, I can't, I'm gonna quote him, let me tell you what Antonio T. Smith Jr. says. Imagination is the real world. The real world is the fake world. That's what Antonio T. Smith Jr. would tell you. Because the real world cannot exist. The, what you call the real world, reality, cannot exist without the imagination. Quantum physics says it this way. Con consciousness creates reality. Double slit theory if you want to look that up. The real world is in your head. What grown-ups have taught you is fake. That's real. And since in Jerome's imagination is his real feelings of his bank account, in his reality, he get the real manifestations of his bank account. Wish I had some mind. Come on, Carol, let me hear, let me hear. So, so when we're deeply in our imagination, it's just like kids that create things when they're babies, they sit there and they can play all day long. Um, as a grown-up, when we're thinking about different things, sometimes we imagine ourselves on stage or doing all kind of weird stuff, right? But at that point, we're almost in a meditative state. We're not even here in the earth plane like we are talking right now. We're in our imagination, which is where we create things. But I think it's someplace that also connects to the infinite minds of everybody that's out there. So that's why I think when we're in our imagination, we also can pull in resources from the source. 
that that's when you know you get those little things that you say oh a muse just came by and said something to me in here and i just got something from somewhere else well you might be even pulling information from somebody else's thinking that's why sometimes they say if you don't hurry up and create what you're thinking about and say it somebody else will because it's already in the infinite mind and that's where i think we connect imagination and infinite mind is where we connect and then bring it into um our world that we create that's all facts don't in fact next time you say something like that don't even say i think that's all facts you are in line with hard science and data so the next time you say that, don't even don't even pasteurize it. Don't just 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 go ahead. Let it let folk know you know what you talk about. Because what you just said was all facts, and they need to hear that. It's just real talk. That's hard science. If you don't believe in this, just just, just Google double slit theory and see the wacky world of quantum physics. And I promise you, it gets real wacky down there on the molecular level of things. Real wacky. Double slit you know, theory. Go ahead. Know, the scary thing about it is that. Um, there's a lot of people that go into their imagination and they're creating a whole bunch of freaky stuff that's out there. And some of that stuff is not the best things. Um, and their, their, their imagination brings them to a negative place. But that also is a creative place. So when we are thinking and in our imagination, we gotta be real careful about what we're developing in there and what we're pulling in as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I want to bring up for you all, ladies and gentlemen, give me one second. Carol just inspired me. Steve Jobs quote on people smarter than you. Just give me one second. You just inspired me. Steve Jobs, genius. Steve Jobs says this here, and I really hope all of you receive this information. I'm going to read it word for word. I could have quoted it, but I didn't want to mess it up. When you grow up, he said this in his Stanford commencement speech just before he died. When you grow up, you tend to get told the world is the way it is, and your life is just to live inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Try to have a nice family, have fun, save a little money. That's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact. Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. And you can influence it. You can build your own things that other people can use. Once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Somebody tell me what you learned before I expound on it. So I have one thing to say. Sure. I'm learning from that and hearing what we're doing with our mind and what we're creating, then we actually created the matrix. And that's what we're living in right now. That's all facts again. That's all facts again. But we can get deeper in that conversation because when you say we create the matrix, but then it's all, it's equivalent to saying that crabs created the barrel that they pull each other down in. Was that, I, I know I'm a nerd and I, sp I speak really high. Was that confusing? Was that? Okay, good. The, to say we create, I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying 
I like to think I'm so much of a, remember Steve Jobs. Well, I, I don't want to give it away. People say, ah, you act like crabs in the bucket, crabs in the barrel. Who's ever heard that by show of hands, videos, if you can. Yep. By show of hands. Y'all are forgetting that a barrel is not the natural habitat of the crab. So the real question becomes who the hell put the crabs in the barrel? It's a real question. <laughs> so we we keep the matrix going or we made the matrix, but who made the matrix possible? Right? That's what I would say to such a thing. But we'll get off that wacky weirdness because I got plenty more of that where that came from. Plenty more, I promise you, because I'm a nerd. Steve Jobs, what what did you hear that you think I would want you to hear? Go ahead, Deanna's gone. Regardless of what everybody thinks, we're all the same. The most amazing things that were created in this world were created with people. That's it. That's what I want you to hear. Just like, Just like us. All this time, y'all thought these people were smarter than you. Shame on you. The only reason I brought that up because Kara kept talking about how we're created to the connective source. They're not smarter than you. They're just more connected to source than you. Oh, I just said something. I know Tempest got that one. I just said something. That, that's upper level awareness stuff. They're not smarter than you. They're just more open to source than you. You still trying to be right in your own ways. You still trying to prove right people wrong. They allow reality to be at their submission. So back to this original sentence. I haven't even got, I have plenty more sentences to give. We're going to give them to them, give them to you. This is just notes from imagination chapter. And we're done with this after this week. Imagination is the workshop by which riches are created. Someone, Jerome got it, but y'all still not, y'all still not there. Let me describe a workshop for you. Let me not, let me have you describe a workshop. Chantel, let's say me and you are building iPhones or let's say smartphones because we don't want to alienate our droid people, right? We don't want to alienate them, okay? We don't want to do that. We're building smartphones. Is the workshop clean? Come on, let's be honest. Has anyone ever seen a clean workshop? Well, you have. If the yeah, workshop is when it's clean, time to close. what's happening in the workshop? It's time to close. <laughs> when it's time to close. So, so when the workshop is clean, what's happening? Nothing. Boy, y'all over here talking in front of me. They said nothing in unison. When the <laughs> workshop is clean, what's happening in the workshop? When the workshop is creating great things, is the workshop clean? And all this damn time, you've been tripping about the bad times of your life. Mm. <laughs> the bad times of your life is when you're either in the middle of manifesting something, law of opposites, or the perfect time to manifest something. Because you can't do nothing while it's clean. So you're saying it's in the bad time is when you should turn on your expectation. 
The only thing in the world that you need happens in the bad time because you can't have a baby unless you have a bad time and break your skin. Ladies, mothers, did you easily have a child? Is that what happened? Did you just eat some toast, some perfect toast, light brown? So that's the time when you want to use your nation. That's right. That's right. Uh, See, am I breaking Question. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead with the question. How can you use your imagination in a time when you're frustrated? No, 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 no. You can't. You can't use your imagination in a time you're frustrated. Okay, that's the answer to your question. You okay. can't. The answer to your question is you can't. Now, let me re reframe the words of your question mm -hmm. because I know what you're actually asking. But you can't be frustrated and come from a place of imagination. Those are two different things. Frustration comes from, everybody hear this, the picture in your head isn't matching the picture in your reality. It causes frustration. Now, if the picture in your head is not, ma it's not matching the picture of your reality, is that imagination or is that realism? It's realism? Really, you can't do realism and imagination at the same time. But that's not the question you were asking because I know enough that's about cognitive it. dissonance. That's right. It's cognitive dissonance. I, I think I'm breaking. And Jerome, can you hear me? Am I breaking up? Give me, a, give me a head nod. Am I okay? I'm okay. 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 So they just break it up for me because of my Wi-Fi. I got you next, Carol. The concise answer to your question Alicia, and I'm gonna borrow this from Oprah. When you're frustrated, recognize that's your little mind, not your big mind, and pause and ask yourself, what's my next best move? Now, Brian, I want to talk to you for a second, and then I got Carol. I don't want you to expect anymore. It's something I've been all expect, expect, expect. Tempest, what did you say yesterday about expecting when me and you were talking? I said, when we expect, we're still operating from a place of lack. I expect this to happen because I don't have that. We always fall, falter back to what we don't have. So we discover if we just allow, period, that brings a better vibration than expecting. That's even more powerful. Hmm? Yes, it is. Allowing is the vibration I want all of you to have. When you allow, if I was to give Chantel, I don't know, my phone number. She doesn't expect my phone number. That's to say, I don't have it, I expect you to give it to me. If she allows me to give her phone number, she's in a relaxed position. She's not forcing anything. She's just saying, hey, I am here as a master creator and I'm at the mercy of what I've already created, which is you give me your phone number. I break it down a bit away. How many have been patient waiting on your dreams in, two, in, 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 in this year? How many have been patient? Come on, show your hands. Come on, it's okay. How many of you have been patiently waiting for your time to come? Can they hear me? Okay, I got, I got, I got okay, they can now. How many of you have been patiently waiting for your time to come? Okay. Watch this here, ladies and gentlemen. That's the wrong vibration. 
patience is saying I'm tolerant of something I don't like. You're patience. This just because see the the people who are going to be rich in this world in the information age are the people who can unlearn something, then learn something new, and run with that. Just because patient, I got you. Just because patient is a good word for you, doesn't mean it's a good vibration for source. Okay, to be patient with something is to say. This I do not like, so I'm going to calm myself down and deal with it. Tell me how that's not true. That is absolutely true. You found a positive way to deal with something you don't like, and that is not how you become successful. Okay, got two questions. Let me answer the question then, and then I'll open up to Grace, Deanna, and Kara, because Kara's going to ask a different question, okay? Your to be patient says that, you know what? I'm going to be calm, Chantel, about the situation I do not like. But if you say I do not like it, it is not what's serving you. To be patient says there's something in my reality I have no control over, so I must tolerate it. Prove me wrong. To be patient says, there is something in my reality. How many of you have ever been patient about something that you can just move out your life? Go ahead, I'm listening. No, no you, can, you can literally move it out your life at any time you wanted to, and you were patient for it. I, I really want to hear this, because that doesn't even make no sense. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You could have moved your marriage out your life, but you didn't for whatever reason. You were too afraid to be alone. You had low self-esteem. You're such and such, such and such. I was patient and thinking that what was going on was going to change. No, you were, okay. She said, I was patient in thinking that what was going on was going to change. No, you were patient in thinking, I don't have any control over it. So I'm going to let it take its own course. Is anyone following this conversation? Thank you. Y'all have really kind words to explain your poverty. You're saying I don't have control over this thing, so I got to be patient about it until it passes. But you then believe you got control over everything. Go ahead, PJ. Question. Can, conversely, can patience also, though, be control if the end result is what you want? No, no, it cannot. Because control is lack. In order to control something, you must let it go. The true people who have truly have control are the people not trying to control something. To control something says that I fear the hypothetical outcome, so I am going to input my influence there so I don't get the outcome I fear. But patience can be letting go as well. If, say, you disagree with someone, okay. and you decide to exercise patience because the end result is something you want from that person. Take marriage. A relationship is a good example. If you let it go, you can get the end result that you want versus trying to control and fight it. 
Okay, so you're saying the same thing I'm saying. You just have a limited vocabulary in using the word patience. You're allowing your spouse to be who they are. Exactly. Yeah, so you're saying the same thing. You're actually saying what I'm saying just without the word patience. Especially if you're high energy, combative, controlish, et cetera, all those things, allowing is a higher level for that particular kind of person. Right, because in desired result. Exactly. So you're saying with the second thing you said, you're saying the same thing I'm saying. We're on the same vibration. We're just using two totally different words. Okay. So that, that's sense. all it is. Yeah, you're not wrong at all. We just have a limited language. And so what you've done is made patient mean tolerance and allowing, but then it's not the same. She under her vibration said allowing the language she pulled out of thin air just said patient. So she's saying the same thing. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, so good job. You're saying the same thing. You're not wrong at all. Patience is to say, I don't have control over this, Jerome, so I'm going to tolerate it. But when you allow life to come to you, to happen for you, when you allow others to be who they are, watch this, without being offended. How many of you can do that? How many of you can allow other people to be who they are, observe them without being offended? Okay, Phil has his hand up. Get ready, Grace. I'm coming to you next. Go ahead, Phil. Hold on, I may have to unmute you. Oh, I think he was raising his hand because he said, I said, how many people? Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, yes. Phil is saying that I can allow people to be who they are without being offended. That's a powerful state to be at. I got a question, Antonio. Yes, sir. Okay. I have, I have an, a mission. I have an objective um, that I'm trying to achieve. And Antonio T. Smith comes along, and based on his actions, are you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, just make sure, because my screen went crazy, okay? And uh, based on his actions, and based on what he does, it is prohibiting what's influencing my ability to continue my mission. Okay, you got I, a lot of things wrong here, but keep going. Okay, yeah. But I, through my dialogue, or through my creativity, am able to speak to him or get him to change what he's doing so I can continue what I started on. Talk to me, sir. All right, got three things for you, okay? Go, All three are in converse to what you said. For one, I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> Number one, okay? Every now and then I slip up and say trying because my, like I have a PJ moment. That ain't what I mean. It's just this limited vocabulary okay. we have, right? You get it? I okay. ain't trying to do nothing. I am Mr. I Dominate. It. You understand? I, I, I am Dominate. I ain't trying to do nothing. I received that. Okay. Good. Second thing is you can't do jack that prohibits me from anything <laughs> because I am not creating a reality that allowed you to prohibit me. Okay. Unless I'm creating a reality that allows you to prohibit me. Ah, okay. Which leads me to the last part. <laughs> okay. 
The last part is very simple. When you only focus on what you want, Jerome, there can be no prohibition or prohibition, I mean, excuse me. There could be no prohibition because you're not vibrating at prohibition. Thank you, sir. Okay, does everyone want to say I'm saying? You, you can you give me another word besides prohibition? It just means it just means stoppage, parameters, limitations. You can't do this. Boundaries. The the art okay. of no, Michelle. You can't have this done. You can't drink alcohol. The prohibition of alcohol, right? I got rules against this. So what I was basically Hold up, thinking, okay, I was just, I just threw you out some video. The <laughs> The basically, what I was telling Jerome is if I'm only vibrating at my accomplishments, how can I possibly also vibrate at my limitations? It's not possible. It's the same question someone else asked me earlier how can I, oh, Talisha, how can I be patient and frustrated or something like that? You just can't. You can't do it. It's two different things. Understand this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you the answer to the imagination now so we can move on. Imagination is the workshop by, rich, by which riches are created. Imagination must. This was the word I was looking for. I was just looking for the four little word, must. Imagination must happen for you to get anything that you want. It's that simple. And if you have prohibition, or excuse me, let me change a different word. If you have people stopping you, your imagination the only way they're stopping you is because you first imagined it you say cool things like you know what she's gonna try to stop me watch but i'm gonna be ready for her and guess what you manifest her trying to stop you and you be ready being ready for it but you don't get the prosperity you just got to ready for her well i just said something now you don't get the prosperity you just get to ready for her all this money out here and you ready for somebody that made $9 an hour. And Tony, I received that. <laughs> because when you said to me about that vibration, I said, if that person's interfering with me, I'm vibrating at their level. That's right. And why am I doing that? Because that's not helping me get to what, what I want. So why am I doing that? That's right. I need to that's focus on what I want and make it happen. Absolutely correct. Absolutely wow. Carol, we got you first. Bryant next. PJ after that. So the question I had was, um, if creation is in the imagination, is that part of dreaming? Say it again. Is that part of the dream state? What's the full sentence before that? Or the so dependent clause before that? If, if creation happens on this end of everything because of our imagination and connecting to the source, while we're in dream states, in dreaming, is that part of imagination? Okay, I'm glad you said, yes. Dreaming is part of imagination, but let me explain dreaming this way. Uh, without using the science of it, you're, I say this with kindness. Your dreams are being powered by your auto-suggestion. I noticed this is because some of us, we have, I have, like, for me, I, I suffer from nightmares. They're terrible. And it's been years. 
and I've had to just come to grips, but it's some stuff I did for the United States Army. I come to grips that I have allowed in my auto-suggestion to feel guilty for some of the stuff I did in my past. And if I watch a certain movie and go to sleep on it, my auto-suggestion continues to process the scenes of this movie. And I dream what I am allowing. You get it? But if I was to simply read two pages of Thinking Grow Rich and then fall asleep, I would dream something different. So you're right. Your dreams are part of the creative state and imagination, but you can control that. And a good control, good, not the bad control. You can influence that by pouring something very good into your auto-suggestion before you go to sleep. Guess what rich people do before they go to sleep, ladies and gentlemen? Read. That's what poor people do before they go to sleep. Watch TV. There is a difference. <laughs> there is. There is a difference. Because there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a part of your mind, and there's a book, good book, there's a good book on this called The Mathematics of Money, maybe. Uh, hold on. I butchered the title. Hold on. I'm going to go get it. This book is in my library. It's called, I have a lot of books. I have way too many books. A Mind for Numbers. This book is called A Mind for Numbers, written by Barbara Oakley. I love this book, and it talks about two forms of thinking for, for this sake and time sake. I want to talk about diffuse thinking. You ever been working on a math problem or some sort of language problem, just some problem you couldn't figure out the answer, or you was trying to remember, you was trying to remember someone's name and you couldn't figure out their name? And then as you were driving home and not thinking about that, you were thinking about the game and what you was going to cook and stuff, and the name popped up, Barbara. And you was like, oh, yeah. Because your brain went into... Diffuse mode is, is worse like that. Think of, think of, think of everybody knows a pinball machine. And when you put the ball, all the pinball, like everything is shrunk together in a, but imagine, you know, like the, the bumpers. It's a, imagine putting all the bumpers together. That's one type of thinking. Your subconscious diffuses them and spreads them out. It's a different kind of thinking. So when you put something in your diffuse thinking, it continues to work on the problem while you're asleep, while you're in the subconscious. Your subconscious continues to work on problems, your conscious is not. So when you're dreaming and you watch TV and it's something bad, like zombies or something, your subconscious is continually working on whatever problem that you have given it to. And it incorporates what is coming into your ear gate. It's absolutely part of the imagination. You want to be wealthy? Do what wealthy people do. Okay, Brian, go ahead. When get ready, Grace and Deanna. Um, I have two questions now, since you okay. said all of that. <laughs> the first question is kind of a joke, because I would say, what if you're watching The Secret or Extraction, 
and you go to sleep on either of those, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's going to be a good deal for you. It's going to be a good deal. It's going to be a good, good, good deal. Extraction is the movie that I made personally, so he's plugging me. I do appreciate you. <laughs> but my, my, my real question is when you were speaking about patience and, and you talked about patience is not – is you being in a situation that you don't tolerate or that you refuse to allow – so my question is, is that the same for tolerance? What I mean is, yes, patience, yes, is tolerance. So it's tolerance. Like for me to tolerate something, do I have to be patient? No, 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 no. Don't don't tolerate anything, and don't be okay. patient about anything. Because to tolerate something, you, ladies and gentlemen, I know you think the word tolerate is a good word. I'm not here to tell you good or bad. I'm just explaining to you vibration. Did the people who teach you to tolerate something, did they live all their dreams and were they filthy, rich, wealthy, or whatever that you want to be? That means that if everybody is going left, you should be going right. You were taught that the word tolerate is good. To tolerate something is to simultaneously admit you have no control over it. How can you hold the truths of the law of attraction and the law of creation? How can you hold the truth that thoughts become things like Tempest said, and then also say, but I don't have control over some of these things. You're lying. You can't do both of these. This is why y'all keep having mixed harvests. Some days is good. Some days is bad. By show of hands, how many of you are so tired of mixed harvest? Just give me the good stuff. Just, you know, I'm, all this struggling. That's, that's, that's too much for me, huh? I didn't come here to struggle. I, I, I know y'all don't, don't talk like that, but as for me and my ego, we tired of struggling. We want everything. Okay, so another part to the question. Go ahead. Is operating in the mundane tolerating? Okay, now we got to give some backstory. I once told Bryant, Bryant, go home. <laughs> Sit up under me and learn, 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 learn. And I say, you need to, what you need to do is you don't like to do. You need to start mastering them so you can appease to your house, your loved ones, et cetera. Because what you don't like to do, those, these people do. But when I told him that, I was telling him two things simultaneously. I was telling him, take important what is important to others. What is that? Vibrate at their frequency because it's their prosperity should you want to get along with them. Allow oh. them to master creators. Okay. And since you've tied yourself with them, respect their creations. Got it. Oh, man. Now, just because you say something is not what you like doesn't mean it's bad. You just couldn't handle other people creating stuff you didn't feel like doing. There's a lot of y'all out there like that. Why you had to slap me in my face, though? As many of y'all... Well, that's what I do for a living, so it's cool. But <laughs> it's a lot of y'all out there. Okay, am I breaking up? Okay, there's a lot of y'all out there that you don't like ideas unless they come from you. 
because you haven't mastered allowing. You haven't allowed Jerome to be Jerome. You haven't. I can assure you, Jerome and Shannon being so close, they both allow each other to be there because they're polar opposites. But then, in the oppositeness of both of them, they find out they got everything in common. Did you know our opposites are just superficial? They're just superficial. Surface layer stuff. We don't really have opposites. How many of you think opposites attract? Another cliche, killer y'all. It's not the truth. If I'm a short woman, Chantel, you're a short woman, right? Five four, five five. You five ten? Mm, five five. Oh, five five. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay, do you typically date tall men? No. <laughs> kind of, but no. not really. Okay. I was really short. Kind of. Who's short and dates tall men, or who's tall and dates short women, or something like that? Okay. Deanna says yes. It's not that you're attracting the opposite of you. Excuse me, that is actually what it is. But it's not that opposites attract. It is that in you, you vibrate, you long for the experience of tallness so much. You attract a man who is tall so you can have this experience. There's an SAT word for that called vicarious. You live, vicarious means indirectly. You live through tallness indirectly. So it's not that opposites attract. It is that you long for what you want and you get that. That's why you can't get the- can't Oh my goodness. That, that explains why I only get short guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Michelle. I'm 5'8", and I, everybody I date is 5'6", or 5'7". That totally explains it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm assuming you were made fun of as a kid for being tall. Yes, they made fun of my long arms and my long legs. Yes. What about your long feet? Did they make fun of that too? No, but my neck. Your neck? Okay. See, my so leg. She desired to be short, which was normal for her, and she attracts that. So do you see how opposites do not attract? That makes great sense. Well, you know what? I do this for a living. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you very much for validating me. Turn your phone sideways and say, Antonio T. Smith, do you make sense? That's it. That's it. I put that on my website. <laughs> Antonio, that, that, that wow. makes so much sense because being that I'm like short as heck. <laughs> you are short. <laughs> I like to climb trees. I like to skydive. <laughs> Everything that's dealing with heights, I like. See? <laughs> that's so weird. There you go. So why everybody else is afraid of heights, she's like, no, let's go up there. Because she's attracted to heights. Get it? All right. The imagination is where you must do something. Okay? I'm going to say this, and then get PJ, then get down, then get Grace. Imagination is where everything begins. It must. I want you, so let's read this again. Imagination is the workshop by which riches are created. 
I wanted you to understand this isn't a freaking sentence. This is a law. If you don't imagine riches, you won't get them. PJ, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, with my forehead really perched right now, trying to, <laughs> try to, try to keep up. Okay, I'm gonna come simple. I have, a, I have a situation and I'm listening very intently because I'm looking for a resolution. So, and you will find it because you're looking for it. <laughs> I hope so. The but word, what, you, but the what word. you need to do next, what you need to do next is allow it and it will come. If you keep, and I'm going to let you finish, but I want to explain something to you all. If she keeps looking for the answer, she'll never find it. Because looking is part of the equation, but she never pushes herself in the other part of the equation which is receiving. If she keeps looking, how many of you have been looking to retire in two years? Come on, don't lie. All, all you entrepreneurs have said, next two years, I'm gonna make six figures, I'm gonna do this, come on, right? Can they still hear me? Okay, all of you, raise your hands if you said, in the next two years, I'm gonna do this, and next, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Come on, you know it. By 40, I'm going to, how many of you said by 30? You're just like, damn, okay, by 40. All right, 50 for real. By 50, I, I've got, okay, you know what? 55. Because you never paused and said, I've already asked. Let me shut up and receive. If you allow it, PJ, it's going to happen for you tonight. Go ahead, keep going. I'm where, looking for an answer. Where I'm getting stuck is between allow and tolerate. Mm, keep going. This is going to help somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> good, and, good. Um, you have a situation. You don't like it. You don't agree with it. It's, 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 it's messing with your abundance, your prosperity, your dreams, your hopes, all these sort of things. Okay. And you're doing what Jerome did. So I'm getting ready to tell you how wrong you are, but keep going. So, and so but you raise your awareness, you raise your vibration up a level or so in the language you use. I don't use that language. That's why it's hard for me to articulate it. That's okay. But to get up to that level where you do allow it to be because you, as I said, I want what that situation can give me, but it doesn't mean that I like it or that it's my preference. So I feel I'm tolerating it even though I'm allowing it. Anything I don't really want, but I accept because, you know, the, the end is worth the, what do you call it, you know, worth the means, whatever, right. that it still feels like I'm tolerating. So how do I get to where it doesn't have a negative attached to the allowing for me? Yep, we have a lot going on. I remember bust me Abraham Hicks. We are pleased that you have asked this question. <laughs> Yeah. We, we are pleased. <laughs> okay. We have a lot going on here that I really want to address because it is. Uh, do you have a sales call? Is that what it is? It's like right now? Okay. Do me a favor. Sit down real quick. It's going to be okay. I'm, I'm creating a reality. You jump in my reality with you. Give me one minute. You want to hear what I'm about to say. It may apply for your sales call. Okay. What you have going on here. 
is a lot of things that are not serving you. Everyone listen to me. It's not your job. It's not your job to feel bad about anything. And I know that hurts. I know it hurts. I know. Some of you are so empathetic that you're like, man, that can't be because because you put your entire identity in feeling bad for stuff. Oh no, I don't want to feel bad. Trust me. <laughs> well, bad. Fair that's, enough. Why, that's why I'm not happy. Oh no, I don't like that. <laughs> Good. So watch this here. Anyone can do anything to you without you ever feeling any way but positive. The next time some your reality, you don't this is what I want you to say word for word. Okay, okay. no problem. Get ready to start over. Am I here now? Okay, yeah. good. Thank you for letting me know. The next time someone comes into your reality, and I get ready, you can get, right after I finish this statement, you can go on your sales call and apply this here. The next time someone comes into your reality and does something or says something you don't like, I want you to say this word for word. Wow. I created that and allowed it into my reality. I now remove it by focusing and creating something else. I'm writing. <laughs> so on your sales call, that's like, there that's is like, no that's way like, you think about it. That's some good information. Send me an email. It is, wow, I created that. On the next call, I am going to close because that's the only thing I'm focused on. Focus on the end result before you make your call. Got it? So that's like, good. that's like talk to the hand. Yes, yes. And get him, Grace. Like get him, Grace. But, but with, 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 he, he's saying, get him. It is like talk to the hand, but in a sense of I never have to tell you talk to the hand. Okay. When I truly vibrate at what I desire, anything against me can't even come into my reality. And if it's in my reality, are y'all ready for this? It's not against me. Ooh, I just broke some eggs there. I just sacrificed some sacred cows on that one. When I'm truly vibrating at my own frequency and what I desire, I cannot allow anything into my reality. It's impossible physically to allow anything into my reality that does not belong there. When I'm planting good seeds and I'm vibrating the right frequency and I have the right people around me and I'm reading the right things and I'm doing the right things and I'm planting the right things, nothing in my reality that does not serve me cannot get there. So if I have something that has taken me aback, it <laughs> serves me. Sort of like, can I, can I, can I say it to Please. Interpret it as... Put it in spiritual language for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in life lessons language. So that, like, our mistakes are not mistakes, they're life lessons. If it's in there and I extract something that will serve me from it and make me better and still take me higher, then it's a life lesson. And Absolutely. 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 The great theologian, St. Augustine of Hippo, said that gold is gold, regardless of the source. Why would you discount what Muslims are saying? because you don't like that they're Muslims. He's talking to his, his Catholic brothers and sisters because it's only Catholicism at the time. Mm -hmm. He's saying, does gold become tarnished because it's in the ground? And they say, no, 
where he says their knowledge is not tarnished because you think that they're Muslim. Or what you had, may have meant for evil, source God has let me do somebody for my good. Now you got Brian on that one. He ready. Come on now. Yeah, you know it. You knew it. I, 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 I unmuted five minutes ahead of time. Finally. I knew PJ was going to have my back. So finally, you I got Brian on that that's it. I, I, I'm, okay, I think I got it now. That's Thank it. What you meant for evil. Antonio, I, I, work for my Go ahead, I wanted, I, I know you probably, I hope you remember what you said, but sure. I wanted to, for you to repeat what you said before you said why, while I created that and allowed that into my reality. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. It's, sure. Not, it's not bad something. I didn't get this. No, I got you. I got you completely. That's not something I had to memorize. It's something that, that is law. Thank you. I have to, let me give you the preface first, just to make sure you have everything. The preface is very, or the beginning of it is very simple. He remembers I, everything. Well, that, that's fair enough. When I am vibrating at the right frequency, planting the right seeds, I'm not tripping. I'm not doing anything. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm reading the right books, all that stuff. Everything in my reality only exists to serve me because anything against me cannot come against me because it can't exist in my reality okay it means i've only created the good any bad cannot be there that's what i said first this means when i'm taken aback about what i perceive to be bad my scientific law is not bad it's meant to serve me Neil Donald Walsh calls it the law of opposites. It is the thing that happened so I can enjoy the thing that's about to happen. Mm. I felt good when I said that. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't enjoy a hot shower if it was not for the mud. Tempest's hair looks great because she keeps it picked up. You hear me? Am I breaking up? You can say- Tempest hair look great because it's Tempest. Well, true, that is true, that is true. And she gave you the sassy sister look, that is true, that is true. But you recognize it because it's not always like that. Her other hat, styles have served this hairstyle. Okay, so you got that. There you go. Three snaps in Z formation. Go ahead, sir. Okay. There no, we I just go. Want, right. Yeah, that's it. Next sentence. <laughs> Man. Oh, hold create. on. Hold on. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Can you expound on what serves us? Because I think we confuse what we tolerate and what we put up with and what just happens every day as what serves us. Just because it's right. going right doesn't mean it's serving you. It means you're used to it. So can you please expound on allowing things that allowing things into your reality that serves us? Yeah, I'm glad you did this because I made an assumption that everyone understood what serving you means. There is no right, there is no wrong. 
Now, we can argue about that later, but you won't argue with me because I have created a reality in which you're not going to argue with me. But let's dissect that in the opposing viewpoints. Well, here's the right or wrong because of morality. Okay, for illustration purposes, since you're going to disagree with me, let's just say, let's leave spiritual and reality out of this and let's just go practical. <clears throat> so in order for something to serve you, it's not that it's right. It's not that it's wrong. It is that it points to your or it aids your or calls into existence your supreme destiny or anything that you are vibrating at. Okay. So if you write something on a piece of paper, if you wish to be something, if you feel you have a destiny, whichever school of thought you come from, or if you're thinking and growing rich, and you do something that forces you to move away from that, that is something that does not serve you. If you do anything, thank you, Chantel, if you do anything and it brings you closer to it, that is something that serves you. So this isn't a morality or right or wrong or he said she said or this is what god wants this is what you want is what you're currently doing getting you close to what you currently desire to be and if the answer is yes i got you whoever that is if the answer is yes it serves you if the answer is no, it does not serve you. If the answer is I don't know, it does not serve you. It's a pretty way of you telling yourself you're on the plateau. Whoever that was, you can talk. This was Talisha. This, honestly, you guys, I asked the universe a question the other day on a situation that's been irritating the heck out of me. And God has sent two calls back to back to tell me what I need to hear. You guys are the second call. Wow. Um, wow. I figure I have, <coughs> I think I have a, <coughs> excuse me, choking on M&Ms. <laughs> I, I figure I have a, I don't know how to say it. It's something that me and Shannon talked about in one of our private calls. And she said she noticed something about me that we have to fix. That ah, oh, I can't, I can't, okay, I can't. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. Let me let me let, let me jump in. Okay. Let me, let, let, let me jump in and clear the muddy water because I know I know where the rest goes because you're on the road to poverty, not you, but whoever it is, this conversation. So let me bless you. You don't need to be fixed. Did I break up when I said that? Did you hear me clearly tell you, you do not need to be fixed? Am I, am I here? Yes, I, I heard you. But did you allow for that to go into your auto suggestion? She didn't use those exact words. Those are my words. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Because if they're your words, that's how you interpreted it. Do you think you need any correction whatsoever? Yes. None of you need correction. 
none of you need to grow up. That's your doggone problem. You keep trying to grow up. You need to be who you were born to be. And that's what you already are. None of you need to grow up. As a baby, you were perfect. You were frail, but you were perfect. You were the closest to source that you've ever been, and adults like me knocked it out of you. Talisha, I'm talking to you personally. I'm talking to everybody. Everyone's going to hear me through the lens of you. You don't need no fixing. You don't need no fixing. You simply need to do things that serve you. And that's I'm making this very practical. Can you hear me? Yes. I need to know All what right. serves me. That's my problem. Well, let's go backwards a little bit. Before you know, you're welcome, PJ. I just read your comment. Before you welcome, I mean, before you figure out what does serve you, let's figure out who you are. Let's do that. I know who I am. That's the problem. No, 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 no. Here's a great thing. You not knowing who you are, it's not even a problem. It is a great beginning. Because since you don't know who you are, you're one of the few people that have gone soul searching. Is everybody following me here? Your journey, your not knowing who you are has forced you to be at ATS Business University, every class. You've done more personal development this year than you've done your entire life. Is this correct? It's so true. That's because you don't know who you are. It serves you. Right now, not knowing who you are is serving you. Can I get you, unmute your mind, and allow that practical reality to hit you in the heart? Yes. There you go. You not knowing who you are has propelled you to the most growth in your life ever. Congratulations. We applaud you. Thank you. Now, what I want you to understand is while it's okay to take the advice of broken people, and why it's okay to take the advice of the Antonio Smiths. I'm just a guide and they're just a guide. No one will ever walk you to your supreme destiny better than you. Oh, please receive me. The moment you reach in you and believe you, you'll find out you don't need to grow. Steve Jobs said, in fact, Steve Jobs said that the moment you figure out that people are no smarter than you, <clears throat> I'll read it for you again. This applies to you, Talisha. I'll absolutely read it for you. Try not to bash into everyone. That's a limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact. Talisha, I want you to allow the next thing I'm going to say. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people who were no smarter than Talisha. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can build your own things that other people can use.
Once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Nobody on planet Earth is better than you, Talisha. Nobody. Not me. Not your family. Not anybody arrogant enough to think they're your teacher. We're just guides. Nobody can sing with your voice or dance with your feet but you. And I pray upon this day you come closer to receiving that reality. Nobody's better than you. And the more you get that, the more you'll stop growing and the more you'll start becoming. Did everyone outside, oh, go ahead, Talisha. Now it's off. Okay, thank you very much. Did everyone outside of Talisha who needed that information receive and allow that information? I have a question. Sure, go ahead, PJ. I'd like to throw into the mix with that. And so I love it. I love it. Sometimes, perhaps, the issue isn't as much not knowing who we are as who we want to be. Because since we can create who we want to be. Fair enough. So where is the exact question there? There's a question, how do we know what we want to be? How do we create what we want to be? Or how the heck do we even get past not knowing who we are? How do you differentiate between what Talisha asked, I don't know who I am, and figure out maybe is it that I don't know who I want to be versus I don't know who Fantastic I am? Fantastic question. Fantastic practical question. And now that's answering Chantel's question. I was just going to ask, how do we let go and allow? So now we're answering your question, Chantel. Very simple. You focus on what you desire to be. That's it. I want, I, I, I'm going to show you. This is not philosophical. This is practical science. I want everyone, as long as you're not driving, I saw a few people driving. Okay. If you're driving, you can't do this exercise because I don't like being sued. Okay. All of you right now, do this. Don't be arrogant and not do it. I want all of you to put your hand, spread out your fingers so you can see a five in front of your face, one foot away from your face. All of you right now. If you can see me on the video, do it just like this. One foot away from your face. Now I want all of you to hold up just your pointer finger and your index finger. That's it. Everything else is balled and receding to each other. Now what I want you to do, you know you have three lines on your finger, one, and then that second one, and that third one, the third one is close to the palm of your hand, the second one is close to your fingernails, and there's one in the middle. I want all of you right now to pull your finger six inches in front of your face and look at that middle line. Everybody look at it right now. Look at the middle line, don't look at nothing else. Nearly cross your eyes so that middle line is very visible. What's happening to the background? It's fading away. JP, whatever you focus on is the only thing that exists. The rest fades away. It's the answer to your question. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Do you see how that's not philosophical? I mean, it has this philosophical ambiance, but that was practical. 
whatever you look at is the only thing that exists. Your conscious mind is only going to look at what you want. And your subconscious mind says, well, we don't need the rest, so let's not get it. Is that metaphysics? That is absolutely metaphysics. It's not just metaphysics, but that is absolutely metaphysics. The metaphysics part comes into understanding, well, why the heck does this happen? That makes it metaphysics. It's actually just flat out science. It's no different than directive hearing. Anybody ever heard that term? You have directional hearing? You ever been in a room listening, laughing at TV, and you heard something in another room? What did you do with your hearing? You, you directed to the room. Your ears ain't to the room down the hall to the right, but you made your hearing go there. Okay, go ahead, Chantel. So if what you focus on is the only thing that is existing or that's growing, and if that's something that's serving you, which is you know what I'm hearing, then if you start to focus on other things and you let go of the focus on the thing that may have been serving you, you let go of that. So now you don't even have, I mean, your focus went to something else, but you don't really even have a focus. So now you're answering JP's question better than what I answered it. That's how you get from where you're trying to go to where you don't know who you are to get to where you are. Whatever you focus on, that's what exists. Please so receive that. <clears throat> go ahead, whoever that is. That's Talisha? Yes. So basically Chantel just said, um, to add, my question is, if you're folk, basically, she said, if you was focusing on one thing and then you end up focusing on something else, my question is, does that make you have to start all over? When you so what exactly is start all over? Hmm. Great question, Talisha. Do we ever start all over? No, we don't ever start all over. Our auto-suggestion and egos suggest that we are starting all over. We don't start all over. The only time you actually start all over is a baby, but I won't even get into that on this phone call. Contact me for a weirder phone call that we can talk about. That. Yeah, that's some powerful, sir. You're tapping into <laughs> some powerful, sir. We're talking about that on another weirder phone call than this. You might but you bring never, up a law, sir. You never, start, you never start over. What you're doing is when you, air quotes, start over. It's giving yourself a reason to feel like you're behind. Because your auto-suggestion has told you everybody's better than you, so you might as well feel like you're behind. That goes with the same thing. Um, I didn't know I was listening to Chanel Cooper Skies one time. And uh, so that goes the same thing when, when you're meditating and praying and doing all that other stuff with God or to, to manifest whatever you want in life, you if you stop doing it for a period of time, say meditating or whatever, this is the same thing, right? You didn't really start over. That's over. right. Okay. No, you didn't start over. It's just atrophy. You just, you, just, you just don't manifest what you want. You start manifesting neutral things, things that make no difference in your life because you, you, you vibrate that neutrality. In fact, let, let's talk about this manifestation real quick. Let's talk about this real quick. 
How many of you, and don't lie, by raising the emoji hands, the Zoom hands, or your real hands, how many of you believe you have to concentrate and vibrate at the right frequency to manifest things into your life? Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, raise them up. Okay, all right. <clears throat> this is true, but you have to watch. And Susan raised her hand too. You have to watch what that means. You know, you know how we have these limited words? You have to watch what that means. If you are under the impression, okay, so I got Brian and Renee with their hands up. I'm not sure if they raising their hands, but we'll see in a second. Yeah, I was raising my hands in agreement okay. with you. Okay, sweet. That means Renee was probably more than likely to. You got a question, Renee, or is you raising your hand? I'm in agreement as well. Sweet. Appreciate you. Okay, and I'm sure Talisha, you got a question, Talisha? No, just raising my hand. Okay, so we just got a little delay. Good, no problem. Thank you all. Watch this here. That is right. If But you got to be careful with the nuances of the words here. Okay? The truth is, ladies and gentlemen, it's also wrong. It's just a, it, if you're doing the PJ thing, then you're fine. Remember, PJ was talking about allowing while using the word patient. The word didn't matter because she was vibrating at allowing. It doesn't, the word doesn't matter because she was just looking for, the word doesn't matter because she could have said patience in Spanish. Now, is Spanish and English better? Maybe she said patience in French. The word doesn't matter, the vibration matters. The word is something we made up. We make up words to, to put a denotation on the vibration that we're feeling. All words exist to describe some sort of vibration. All words exist to describe some sort of vibration. Feelings is the first language. Well, I wish I had somebody right there. Feelings is the language of source. All right, let me keep going. Here we go, concisely. You don't have to manifest Jack. Because it's already manifested. That's not philosophical. It's practical. In order to say you manifest, you're also saying that you're vibrating at the frequency of that thing. Is this correct? Everybody nod your head because it's correct and I'm setting you up right now. How can you vibrate at the frequency of something that does not exist? Ooh, got you. See, your problem is, since you can't see it, taste it, touch it, smell it, or feel it, you don't believe in it. And you think, since you can't perceive it or experience it with your five senses, it doesn't exist. The truth is, and every great leader on planet Earth, now, biblical, and before, have all told you that everything you need already exists. All you have to do is ask for the experience of it. Jerome, I'm helping somebody. They, they're almost there, they, but they're getting ready to connect that dot that's going to manifest everything they need. They're out there, Carol's like, man, I, I got it, I got it, right? Eek. 
<laughs> Knock. That's it. Listen, everything. I'm not telling you when I ask you that question, do you think that you have to manifest what you want? I'm not saying you're wrong. If you're thinking this way, then you're right. It's that PJ thing. It's the, the PJ. Remember, PJ said with patience, but she was describing allowance, but she was saying patience. So she's right. The universe only cares about her vibration, not her words. This is why in your Christian Bible, Rahab was able to lie her way into heaven. Her vibration was to protect soldiers. Her words was a lie. Oh, you're going to help me in this place. Okay. All right. Now watch this here. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. You have, I, and I think I saw your hand, Kara, so I got you. <clears throat> you have everything you need is already in existence. That's the only reason you can vibrate at it. So stop saying, I don't have it. Or stop feeling you need to manifest it. Start allowing it to be in your reality. So when we release expectations and we begin to allow, that's when we begin to manifest what we desire. Depends on how you're using the words expectations, but the way I taught you, yes, you're absolutely correct. I taught my team to expect, to expect, to expect, but I accidentally taught them wrong. I realized, wait a minute, the way I taught them to expect is we, I came from a place of we don't have it, so just expect it and it'll manifest itself. And I had to realize, wait a minute, it's already manifested. They don't have to expect anything. They simply need to allow it to be in their reality. Carol, go ahead. Hold on, let me unmute you. Okay, Tim, try to unmute it for me. Oh, we can't hear you, Carol. Okay. Right, there you go. Okay, so 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 what I hear is what you're saying is we come from source or source or God, right? And God is here through us experiencing. So if God is experiencing, it's we're part of that. All we have to do is focus on what we want to experience because it's already there, because it's just God expressing that experience into reality. You see, I feel like you're trying to throw me an alley-oop so I could just dunk it all over the place. And all <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you'd ask that question so I could just tomahawk two hands slamming. You're absolutely correct. Let me go deeper. Ex nihilo is the Latin term for out of nothing, which meant that there was no, there was no, no this is what the Latin term means, okay? There was no matter that existed with God because that matter would also be God. Is everybody, like, not even spiritualizing this. God would be the highest thought of the highest thought. So whenever you get to the highest thought and you can go further, then that's God. And if you can go further than that, then that's God. And as soon as you can't go no more further, there you find God. The highest philosophical thought. Is everybody following me? The, the moment you can't get further than your own thought 
and then you get some, oh, okay, I think this. But one which you can't go past that, that's God, okay? So we just, we just, we're talking about reasoning here. We're not, this, is, this isn't against anyone's religion. This is reasoning. In the reasoning of things, that's why I love being practical. There was nothing. But then the reasoning of things said, let there be Carol. I wish I had somebody. Out of the same substance as me, or let us make man in our image. Out of the same substance as me, let there be Chantel. And in the same way I create, out of nothing, is the same way Chantel will create, out of nothing. So to do a full circle around of what Kara said, how can it possibly be things you can't call into your existence? Because everything is already there and all you have to do is call it and experience it and it's there. You think God has a time limit? Do you honestly think God is up there saying, I heard Jerome say earlier, I didn't, didn't correct them. I was just letting them talk. I didn't correct them. Jerome said earlier, you know what? One year I'm had six figures and three of them have 300,000. Y'all heard that? I heard it. I heard it. You think God is doing that? Hey, I know. Jerome could have said in one day, six figures, in three days, 300,000. But and to quote Neil Donald Walsh, and I'll try to do it just in the way his tone would say, God says, yes, yes, you will, Jerome. Yes, you will. Since Jerome declared it in three years, he says, yes, 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 you'll have it. I want it now, God. Yes, yes, you can have it now. No, 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 no wait, three years. Yes, have it in three years. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the universe ain't telling you no. It's only giving you yes after yes after yes after yes after yes. Watch my hands for a moment if you're on video. These are now God hands, okay? And watch this here. Chantel, mute your mic for me. Chantel's my play along, buddy. Okay. Chantel, tell me what kind of car you want. I want a, a Mazda. Okay, watch this here. Watch my hands. A Mazda. So I'm going, I go, yes, you can have a Mazda. Watch my hands. And I'm going to give Chantel a Mazda. She never gets it though, because I give her enough, ex enough experience to her to keep wanting that Mazda. Someone tell me why. Because she only asked for a Mazda. She didn't ask for a real Mazda. My hand said, yes, you can have a monster. Here's more experiences that would give you a monster. You can have Not a real monster. Okay, so let's tighten it up. Tighten it up for me, uh, Chantel. You want a monster. Let's see if you can make it better. I got you, Jim. I see your hand up. Make it better for me. Here's God hands. Okay. What kind of, yeah, give it to me. I will have a Mazda on January 1st, 2019. Okay, watch this here, <clears throat> watch this here. Okay. Uh, no, go ahead, keep going, keep going. I drive in a brand new 
Mazda. Now she getting better. With my wheel hands on the wheel. All right. Okay, okay. So now me as God, I'm going, all right, hold on, I got these minds as a category. Okay. She wants, oh, now watch it. Oh, I don't know which one she wants. She only told me a monster that she wants to drive it. I, I, I went, she was really good. I got the date. So on the date, I'm going to give her the monster she wants, but the thought of it, because she never told me which monster she wants. Try it again, Chantel. Okay. <clears throat> okay, hold on. Before you try to get, is this helpful? Am, am I helping someone right now? Yes, you are. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Come right back to you, Jim. Hold on, come right, come right back to you. Come, come right back to you. Okay, go ahead, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> These are God hands, and this is me going through all the files of the universe that I have at my disposal. Go ahead, Chantel. Okay. I want to drive i will be driving in a white x9 2019 mazda with tenant windows <laughs> there you go yes okay yes. And my kids in the back seat crying <laughs> okay so it has a back seat Okay, so the Mazda has a back seat. Okay, yeah, the back so seat. It's not a two-seater. Okay, so mm -hmm. now I go through all my two-seater. Say she doesn't want that. She wants a four-seater. Okay. Or is it an SUV? It's an SUV. Oh, oh, six to seven-seater. Let me move these sedans out the way. Let me go to the SUVs. Okay. Okay, now give me the dates. Give me the dates. I can't give it. I'm only going to give you the experience of it. I'm only going to say yes to what you asked. Right now, you ask for the experience, not, excuse me, you ask for the reminder of a Mazda, not the experience of a certain Mazda. Okay. Oh, oh, Jen, I want, uh, oh, 2019. Okay. On oh, January 1st, 2019. My child. Mm -hmm. In what city? Oh, in Orlando. Or wherever I'm at. Wherever Don't I'm at. at. And I want uh, leather seats. There you go. Mm -hmm. I want them to be heated and cooler seats. There you go. Mm -hmm. and, now, back. and now God says, yes. Yes, you can. And he extends his hand. See how big my hand? I'm trying to make it big so I can look like God's hands, right? He extends his big hands and he gives you the Mazda. Unless in her auto suggestion, she went, you know we can't. Not in, baby. I haven't even been in there. Right? Yeah, then she right. says, but you know we can't get a monster. Like that auto suggestion. Remember that exercise I made y'all do? All y'all can get a million dollars in two hours. Everybody went, whoa, 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 whoa. I was, I was cool with the million dollars. But why you put that two hours on it, though? And that and auto suggestion kicked in, right? That auto suggestion kicked in. So as long as she vibrates with the frequency of her auto suggestion and never talks herself out of it, Yes, you can have it. Go ahead, Chantel. You got something else to add. And I'll come right and, to you. Mm, and you know what? The, fir the deeper I went into what I want, it was more of my desire. And, and, I, see? and I see that's where you say it's already been manifested. It's already out there for us, but we've got to be clear. And in order to be clear, you have to go deep into what you want and exactly yep. what you want, exactly how it feels, how it smells, because only you want that. 
That's right. Joe okay. Vitale in the secret says, and all of you can get from the catalog. Imagination. Never. That's it. And they will never run out. Never run never out. Because we don't want the same. Y'all, I don't want a Mazda at all. I want a fully loaded Tesla. Fully. And I'm getting a race. Okay, you get it? We don't want the same things. We don't want it. Chantel, the more you went into detail, how did you feel in vibration? Connected. I felt like that was me. The more I went in. Y'all see that? Happy. I felt more happy. I felt more excited. The more details. Okay, let me let, let me get grown folk for a second, okay? <clears throat> Talisha, t- cut your volume down for a little bit. Just just for a little bit, because you be you got your daughter in your lap. Just, just cut your volume down just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Let me know when you're ready. It's not inappropriate, but still cut your volume down. <clears throat> okay, she may not be able to hit it. That may work out. Before you slip, send it to a room real quick. Okay, send it to a room. Slim, send it to a room. Just for a second. I want to show you how powerful you ready. I will sing Beyonce until you're ready. Uh oh, 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 or before, if you're a, um, a virgin and you kissed whomever, you imagined it. Every detail. So strong that you called it into existence. When it was a vague thought, you was just flirting. When it stopped being vague thoughts, it became action. Okay, you can bring it back in the room now. I just had to make it plain for everybody to understand. Let's have to make it plain. Let's have to make it make, make it plain for everybody to understand. You imagine every bit of it. Jim, let me hear. So I was going to tell you in support of what you were saying for Chantel. So Chantel, I have a monster. Antonio will tell you, and I, I will tell you he is absolutely correct. And what I did before I got my monster, I was actually driving my dad's car because my my Jeep, the transmission died. So I said, you know what? I like my dad's car. It's comfortable, but it's my dad's car. I want my own car. And what I didn't realize until he just said this was that normally, and I don't tell anybody this, normally before I go buy anything big or do anything, I will stalk it for at least six months to three months. And in me stalking it, I would actually go to the monster dealership and I'll look at it. I'll go look online, find out which ones I want. And I will continue on until I feel like it's time. And it's the stepping out when, when you step out on faith and actually get it and you'll actually get it. And that same thing that happened in my house, me and my wife, actually, we didn't have that kind of money, but I said, you know what? We're going to go to half a million dollar homes. We're going to go to million dollar homes. We're going to dress up. We're going to wash the car. We're going to go walk around there. We're going to talk to people. We're going to go to open house. We're going to look in there, act like we're going to buy the home because we have the money for that. Even though physically we didn't have the money for it, but we said we're going to step out on faith because this is the kind of thing we're looking for. We're not looking for where we're at. We're looking for where we're going. And I can tell you the house we're sitting in, 
is a house that we didn't even think we could afford. But the universe made it to where we can afford it. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to a friend of mine. <clears throat> I'm currently looking at million dollar homes. Let me say that right now. I'm currently looking at million dollar homes, but I never was a friend of mine. Actually, I tell you, it is Mark Davenport. <clears throat> it's looking at a million dollar home and he took me with him here. And it, this, this was so, it, this was paradise. This is a true story. Okay, I'm here again. All right, I've been talking the whole time. Okay, I must have this touch pad so sensitive. <clears throat> Me and Mark Davenport, we went to an affluent area of Houston. Does Tanglewood sound familiar, Tempest? Tanglewood? Tanglewood. That's very affluent. Right? Yes, yes, that's next to River Oaks. Okay, okay then. So you understand. Yeah. You understand. Yes, All right, we were in Tanglewood. River Oaks might as well be Beverly Hills of Houston, okay? We're in Tanglewood. Except when it floods. Say it again? Say it again? Except when it floods. <laughs> Except for when it floods. It does flood. And, I'm, and that's part of the story. And we went out there. Now, I, don't, I know y'all don't see it. I know y'all don't see it, but I'm a, I'm a big black guy. I know you don't see it. I know you don't. I, I know y'all don't see it. But I'm really a big black guy. I'm 271 pounds. I don't look like 271 pounds of five foot seven because I'm solid. You know, I'm 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 pretty solid. I'm actually five foot seven, 271 pounds. I should look like Danny DeVito, but I don't. Okay, because <clears throat> I you know I work out and stuff. But here I am, this 271 pound guy, and this 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 white lady and and Mark Davenport and this this lady. This lady looks like Carol, okay? But she, no, actually, she looks more like Susan Sorrentino. She's just really pretty blonde, really skinny and frail, but beautiful, right? You know, she's not a match for two big black guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? And she's, so we're looking at this house that's for sale. We can't tell you where it's at because it's the back cave, right? Can't tell you where it's at. And she's walking her dogs. And then she comes back and she says, we, we said, ma'am, is the, is the owner there? She says, no. And she names the guy. Just to give you an idea, it's a subdivision with just 14 houses. That's it. It's not really a subdivision. It's just an area with 14 houses. That's it. That's it. And they're all million-dollar homes, to give you an idea. And she says, well, we, we trying to go in there. She says, oh. Don't worry, come in mine. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Y'all, y'all missed it. That's okay. This little video of skinny white lady walking these two dogs says, come in mine. She's like 80. So we go in there and she takes us every inch of her house from first step. We on the third floor. You understand? Because Jim was right about the flood. Okay. This house has a third floor because the first floor gets out of there when it floods, okay? Because <laughs> it's sitting over a river that I won't name because I want you to be Googling the area because Tempest is smart. But, you know, people like Tempest is smart. You get it? And the, 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 the river swells. She was so nice. And Mark asked her, why do you live here when it floods? She said, well, we don't worry about that. She replaced the, 
the sheetrock on the first floor with some stone. It's, it's, I don't even know what it's called. She had some complete new name for it I've never heard. And then the walls with the same, the walls with the stone and the floor with the stone. They took up the carpet and they put this stone thing that you put in there. I don't even know what it is. It was way above my awareness, okay? Then she says, and it's the whole first floor, like a real first floor. And she says, oh, we just put patio furniture down there. And so we asked, what happened to Hurricane Harvey? The hot rain got to the roof of the second floor. That's the truth. So it flooded to the roof of the second floor. She says, but all we did in the first floor, we just waited for the rain to subside and we just pressure washed everything and boom. Hmm. And she said the most powerful words I ever heard in my life. I'm never going to forget them for as long as I live. Mark said, well, why do you continue to be here when it floods? She says, paradise has a cost. Did I break up? This lady raised my awareness with paradise has a cost. Four words. This lady in my head said, baby, we got money. We don't care about no storms. We expect that paradise has a cost. Come on now, Reverend. When I asked the lady what she did for a living, she gave me a business card. She make jewelry. Hmm. Y'all missed it. You would have thought I would have said she's a nanoscientist, some quantum physicist, a brain surgeon. The lady makes jewelry. This one conversation with this lady blew my whole mind. Has me now looking at million dollar houses. Why is to Jim's point? Because I can. Because who says that I'm supposed to get the Houston medium average of a house? It's not fair. I can get what I want because paradise has a price. And the price ain't money because money doesn't exist. The price is allowing that money to come find my vibration. They missed me, Chantel. Oh, that was powerful. Oh, that was powerful. This lady said, baby, all we do is pressure wash. Do you know how cool you have to be? How many of you let your first floor get flooded? And just say, oh, baby, we'll just wait for that water to come down and we'll pressure wash it. Do you understand the vibration this lady had? Come on, we can't spill water on our carpet without tripping. This lady is talking about the elements of the world. Feeling, and you know this is a, this is a million dollar house. I don't want y'all to think this is your first flow. <laughs> this is this a This is like a 6,000 square foot house. We're not talking about, okay, I'm breaking that, okay. This was like a six to 7,000 square foot house. We're not talking about an average first floor. Let, let me describe the first, when I, hit, when I hit the first floor, I didn't even know I was outside. The first floor is actually outside. It has these glass that they can set up, but it's outside. It wasn't until, I, it wasn't until the humidity re re resonated with me. The first floor dangles over the river. It's outside. 
the first living area is so high up, you can be outside without worrying about mosquitoes. Did I break up when I said that? I'm trying to help somebody recognize the, the, the house. I'm, 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 I'm in my closing thoughts. I'm just trying to get you to understand. Well, I'm, I'm going to make it make sense here in a little bit. The lady said, oh, baby, we just pressure wash. I, I need y'all to resonate with her vibration. This lady had to be evacuated for Hurricane Ike. That whole area had to be evacuated. I mean, excuse me, Hurricane Harvey. Helicopter boat evacuation. She told us about it from the third floor of her house. And she was like, we just go pressure wash. You know how much you have to just allow nature to be nature? Was she offended by the flood? No. Did she become cautious? No. How many of you can take a loss without becoming cautious? I'm, I'm, yeah, I've been this whole time. Y'all been talking about. I've been, talking, I've been thinking. I've been talking about this lady. I ain't talking about this lady. I'm talking about you. This lady vibration is so cold. I'm, I'm young, you know. Cold means hot. You know, we, you, us young folk, we we twist around words. We're like, mom, that's bad. Bad? What's wrong? No, no, it's good. It's good, right? You know, <laughs> that's fire. No, 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 no. That means it's cool, mom. You know, we, we twist around words. That's young folk. This lady's vibration is so in harmony with money and nature. She just said, oh, we just pressure washing. Yeah, I'm 37. I want to pick up no pressure washing. This lady in the 80s excited about pressure washing. My vibration is all off. This whole time I've been vibrating at a $300,000 house. Not no more. I'm trying to help somebody, Chantel. They, they almost with me. I'm, I'm trying to. When you are in full control of your imagination, you are not offended. You're not offended. You know the only reason why I wanted an average house? Because I grew up in a trash can. They feel have miss me, Shannon. An average house for me was a mansion because I grew up in a trash can. Shannon lives in a beautiful house I can never imagine. It's incredible. It takes up like 16 blocks. That's not the truth, but she's, it does take up like a whole block, though. That's just the truth. It takes up a whole block. But when you come from a trash can, you make average things beautiful. I want to I, I hope you, is what my, my old Annie would say. <laughs> I want to hope you just for a moment. The imagination is so powerful, so powerful that you can do whatever it is that you want to do 
and have whatever it is that you want to have and don't have to worry about nothing at all because the imagination was never meant to worry. It was always meant to create. And you can have, do, and be whatever you want because the imagination was never meant to worry. It was always meant to create. Ladies and gentlemen, I've posted every single note that you should have taken from this chapter inside the chat. You feel free to copy and paste. It's all yours. That's my collection of notes over the last nine years. The imagination was never meant to worry. It was only meant to be the workshop of your creation. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. I unmute everybody and let's say our loves and stuff. See you for the marketing training. Should you be inside the business university? All of you are good. And I shall get me a beer and a good night's rest since I am jet lagged. Thank y'all very much. Sure appreciate you. Sure appreciate you. Thank you very much. Everybody, have a great night and welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. We'll be out of town in the next three days. <laughs> be in <a> DC <laughs> right after. <laughs>